Against All Odds is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There is no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. It has great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, and so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook. Why, you ask? Because it's easy to use. Because it's safe and secure. And you get your winnings fast. Now, winnings are delivered in as quick as two hours. And it's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same-game parlay. That's what it's called. Discover the most popular same-game parlays each day right when you log in. And if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code against the odds so they know I sent you. All right, welcome to Against the Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming down a Tuesday morning. Joining me, Spaghetti and Meatballs, fiddling with the knobs, babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess, and... As always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bride, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Oh, man, I never thought I'd see it. A, a meaningful NBA games for the first time in 19 months. We're going to go over the play-in tournament games. There's two tonight. There's two tomorrow, and then there's two on Friday. The winners play the losers. I don't know how it works. We're going to settle it all uh, in a few minutes. We're also going to have Brett Coromanos on. He lost, our, and he's going to have to choose from the cap of consequences. Very exciting episode for me, and it's not going to be good. He lost our uh, pool, our NCAA pool, the staff challenge. He came in the very last, very last, Harry. You lucked out by four points Dead. in the final game. He beat you. I did. I'll take it. I'll take it. Sam. Yeah, of course. You don't need to reach into that cap. You're, you're going to be a married man in a couple weeks. Um, <laughs> let's talk real quick. Uh, baseball. I, you know, I, oh, that Met loss. I, you know, the Mets lost. The Yankees lost. The Mets loss, I think, was way worse. Parlay kid. I'm, I'm going to rank them one through 10 as far as losses go. And I told my my son, my eight year old this morning who said, you know, my wife was trying to be like nice. Like, hey, how'd the Mets do last night? And Harrison's like, I don't want to talk about it. And it was really because it was a loss on a one through 10. I think it's a nine, right? You don't want too many eights, nines and tens because it makes the five months of baseball, whatever we're looking at more than that. uh, Terrible. Right. But I think that was a nine. We're winning. We uh, we get one of their play. Alec Bohm has three errors. The team, by the way, has six. He actually you can mouth. You hear him say, I fucking hate this place about Philadelphia. We got him against the ropes Four nothing lead. Taiwan Walker, two scoreless innings, four strikeouts. We lose him. We lose Trevor May. We lose a four-run lead in the eighth after blowing a two-run lead in the eighth on Sunday. I don't know. I feel like this is a nine as far as a loss goes. You can't have too many. Parlor kid, the Yankees shut out. Bad loss. Not a nine, though, right? It's not a nine, but as you know, as a Yankees fan, you, you kind of get tired of the fact of uh, their bats consistently underperforming. Um, it's yeah. just frustrating. I mean, it's, uh, I think people always talk about, oh, the Yankees, they need more pitching. They need more pitching. Um, it's usually their pitching, I think overperforms mm-hmm. and their bats on most years underperform. Right. Uh, and maybe we're seeing that already this year, uh, so quickly, uh, that how did uh, the Yankees manage four singles last night? Four singles. Yeah. That's what they managed. That's that's rough. That's pretty weak. That's pretty weak. Maybe we uh, should all be rooting happen. for the Guardians. They had 27 runs in two days. 
the guy who reached base 15 straight times or something crazy, right? Yeah, that that, that where was Jen when she we were giving out rookie of the year? That's Stephen Kwan, you mentioned Sally. 19, 19 times he's been a, on uh, a bat. He's reached base, like you said, 15 times. Batting 692 in the runs, 27 runs, like you mentioned, Sal, on just three homers for the guy. I was looking for his numbers. He is, um, wait, I was looking for rookie of the year for him. Why didn't I jump? Why didn't that jump out to me? Uh, rookie of the year. Oh, yeah, there he is, six to one. He must have been like 15 or 20, right, to start the season. I don't know, Brian. Yeah. Did you see his oh, numbers? I don't know what it was. Uh, no, it must have been much. Uh, yeah, I, he was probably a little bit higher than that, I think. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, Harry declared that he's sick of baseball already. He's now um, <laughs> moved on to watching American oh. Idol and geographically oh, texting yeah. us when someone from our hometowns uh, does well, according to him. So who do we have our oh. eye out on, Harry? Was, who's the rookie? Of, who's I, American Idol's rookie of the year? Uh, so, <laughs> some, I don't know. I forgot the guy's name, but he is from Long Island. So he was very good last night and I've been following. So he, he's definitely got a chance, but I'm done with baseball. I mean, baseball, like he's done with Sal, baseball. Four, listen, Darren, you know, Sal knows. 40 years of betting, 40 years. I never had a worse streak in my life what? in terms of wow. one sport than baseball last year. Baseball last year. Well, it was never impossible worse. to have God a worse you. stretch than yeah, that. That's right. It, right. And, and I've had, look, I've had a, uh, I had the Cardinals on Sunday up three nothing at minus two twenty as my extra points pick. They're up three nothing right off the bat, so they're probably minus seventeen hundred for the game. They blow that one and get blown out. I need Otani. Uh, he had three at bats on Saturday to hit a fourteen parlay to get a hit. He can't what is do he, it. One for twenty one, three the for twenty one. My extra, yeah, he's and then bad. my extra points pick yesterday. Mariners. Not only do they not win the game, they put up zero runs and they had two. Well, hits. you stole that pick from Martin Weiss, so that that uh, goes to show you. All right, <laughs> right, right, right. And, and the Easter, and the Easter Bunny gave me the Cardinal. We, pick. we need to focus on getting that American Idol, that Long Island kid, to your wedding. Maybe I shouldn't have said something; would have been a nice surprise. But uh, anyway, all right, let's talk NBA. All right, here we are. Two playing games tonight. Nets, Cavs, and then it's T-Wolves, Clippers. Good games. I guess T-Wolves, Clippers is the better of the two games. Nets, nine and a half point favorite, 226 and a half. This went up. It was eight and a half. Went to nine and a half. I think the Nets are going to win. What would they bribe? Minus 3,500 to advance. So that means either either won today or Friday. uh, This would be the biggest, biggest upset out of any of the um, eight teams not making it for sure. This is the team that everybody avoided. The Celtics somehow didn't avoid them. They could have lost on purpose to not face them in the first round. Uh, they win. They're the seven seed. They will face the Celtics. Uh, and I'm taking the Cavs. Now, what's that number, Brian? What did that get to? The Nets at home, um, their ATS has been terrible, right? Well, it was the Nets at home as home favorites. I think they were five twenty six and one, and right. they were um. They were, I think they were one in twenty. Uh, they were one in twenty-one before the Cleveland game mm-hmm. two game two games ago when they played on Friday. They were one in twenty-one. Right. As, yeah. As, it was like one twenty-one and one or something. As, now, a, the Cavs, as a whole, the, oh, the, as a whole favorite. Yeah. The Cavs haven't been great either. They're eight and fifteen against the spread since the All Star break. Um, the Nets, like I said, their home ATS is awful. Six fourteen and one versus teams with a winning record. Let's just put that uh, against the spread. Nets are also three and nine against the spread as a favorite in this range, seven to 10 points. I had them Sunday versus Indiana, just money line, which is ridiculous anyway, right? That, But that was scary. They didn't seem to win that, want to win that game. I get it. The Cavs don't have an answer for Durant. I get it. They've been bad, like I said, since the All-Star break. Uh, I like Darius Garland still. Moses Brown pulls close to a double-double 
when he plays uh, recently, like in the last five or six games. Seven of the last nine games, they've either won or lost by eight or fewer. I've, I'm thinking this is a close game. I'd be surprised. I don't like usually doing this in the NBA, but I'd be surprised if the Nets lost. But I'm taking the Cavs plus the points. I think it's just too many. 119, 113. Bri, you like the Cavs as well. Yeah, I like the Cavs. I think I like the under two. Um, yeah, because I... It, could be a defensive type of game, right? Uh, one mm-hmm. one game play-ins here, you would think the defensive intensity would be there. But yeah, I think nine and a half is a little too high. It, you know, if it was eight, you know, seven and a half would maybe be a little bit different. And, you know, while the net, this, like I just said before, this was the one game the Nets actually covered as a home favorite in the last, mm-hmm. you know, one of the last 24 right. games. Um, and yeah, their home home favorite, I mean, that has to be the worst record of all time, 5-26-1. and one. I don't think anything's probably ever been close to that. And that's and against know, the spread. That's not even saying, well, Kyrie was out. It's like, yeah, well, they adjust the line accordingly. Well, it's like, how well, they that's, not the thing, that's the thing, right? There was still plenty of games where there were, you know, there was enough games. I mean, that means there was 10 games or nine games where they were home underdogs, right? Just because mm-hmm. those guys yeah. weren't playing. But most of the, you know, those are games where... Durant or Kyrie, some, you know, obviously Kyrie wasn't there early on in the season, but um, Durant was playing in a bunch of those. So, you know, they adjusted for it. So, but I think this is one of, you know, nine and a half is probably too much just because they can still allow KD to go off. Maybe even have KD and Kyrie have big games, but if they can limit the rest of the Nets lineup, I don't, you know, maybe this will be, you know, close-ish game. And I think they could maybe, you know, backdoor cover this or, or cover it late. That's kind of the plan for any team, right? And playing yep. the Nets in the next two, three days, two, three, yeah. two months, whatever it is, you know. So, all right, uh, you and I are going Cavs. Uh, Harry, you're taking the Nets plus the po- uh, minus the points. Reluctantly, I am taking the Nets, but they were three and one against the Cavs this year, and two of those three wins yeah. were by double digits. They won the last four to close out the season. Uh, Dr- uh, Drummond is inserting himself down low for the Nets. Double digits and boards in eight of his last nine games, yep. and there's no Jared Allen tonight. For uh, the Cavs, who averaged 16 points, 11 rebounds to help out Mobley. And in the last five Nets games, either KD or Irving have has lit it up and, and led the Nets in scoring 55, 42, 32, 36, and 35. Either one of those two guys in the last five games. I think this Nets maybe start slow, and maybe the Cavs even cover up into the first half. But then midway through the third, with, like I said, Noel on there, a lot of stuff going down low. Nets yep. getting easy baskets. I think they cover. All right. Parley Kid, you agree with him? Yeah, I agree with Harry here. Um Totally agree with Harry. Uh, I do think this game is probably close for uh, three quarters or so before the Nets pull away. I think obviously the the loss of Jared Allen uh, is a very significant uh, and um, will be the determining factor of why the Nets uh, cover this game uh, here. So mm-hmm. um, I like the Nets. I then Harry's saying that Durant and Irving, one of them have been very good. I think both of them will be very good tonight uh, and uh, obviously lead the way. Uh, for this team, I, I I think this the Nets look have they feel like they have have they really taken one game seriously this year? Like have they yeah. really said, uh, you know, maybe the last game against and I know that like you said they didn't really co- they didn't cover against the Pacers, but um, the Nets haven't really I think put their best foot forward in a long time this year. Mm-hmm. I think tonight they 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 do it. I think they make a statement tonight. There you go. All right. Uh, now props. Now here's what I did with the two props. I sent my props last night and then I tried to do research on them and I went exactly <laughs> opposite. I didn't even throw them out and go to a different prop. I went exactly opposite. I yeah. like Bruce Brown under six and a half rebounds, which would go with my narrative of the Nets not covering. And then I looked 
Uh, last three games, seven rebounds, 10 rebounds, seven games, seven or more in 12 out of 21 games. Two out of three games versus Cleveland, he had exactly 10. He had four blocks against them last game. It feels like he just shows up to play against Cleveland, who is yeah. 14th out of 20 playoff teams in defensive rebounding percentage. I'm going Bruce Brown over six and a half rebounds. This is going to be hilarious when uh, I go 0-2 after having it right uh, just a few hours ago. But over six and a half rebounds for Bruce Brown. Harry, what's your uh, prop? One take for the Cavs, uh, Darius Garland, over two and a half threes at minus 132. He is the Cavs' leading score, three threes, uh, four of the last five games, uh, and six of the last eight he's had. Uh, give me over two and a half here. And like I said, no Allen to help out offensively. He's going to have to shoulder a lot of the responsibility. So I'm going to take over two and a half for Garland, like I said, at minus 132. Yeah, Jared Allen being out is is big uh, potentially for Cleveland, I think. Uh Paulie Kid, Harry mentioned Drummond before. You like right, him. Yeah. Uh, that's a big uh, Yeah, Harry kind of, yeah, over 11 and a half rebounds here for Drummond at minus 110. Harry kind of already brought up the fact that Drummond's gone uh, double digit rebounding wise in eight out of his last nine games uh, against Cleveland just a few uh, uh, games ago. He had 12 and 23 minutes. Uh, it's just the guy's a, a, a rebounding machine. I think he, you know, he averages about 23 minutes a game. If he gets, if he averages those minutes, he'll get over 11 and a half. I think he actually probably gets a little bit more time tonight mm. with uh, with Allen being out, and uh, he dominates the boards. He goes over 11 and a half. All right, Brian, I like this. I mean, it's KD, it's Garland, or it's Kyrie, right, for top point scorer? Yeah, so I like KD at minus 130. I mean, look, KD's over nice. under here. Is, I, I, I liked KD's over over 32 and a half. That's high. But is I was it like, 32 you know and a half? Wow, I went yeah, up too. It went to th yeah. yeah, that jumped up. That's why I was like, you know what? I'd probably rather just play him as the high scorer. I think yeah. he's going to have a monster game tonight. I, again, unless Kyrie puts up some insane number where he's shooting, you know, where he makes like, six or seven threes tonight, mm -hmm. I think, you know, KD minus one thirty is a pretty safe bet. Uh, but since returning from injury, he's averaging over 31 points per game. In the playoffs last year, he was just ridiculous, averaging over 34 points per game. So I really like that at minus 130. Actually, the one I really like is, um, but it, you don't get great odds. It's minus 175 was KD to have a block tonight. But in really? the playoffs... Yeah, in the playoffs, though, he he amps up his his defense. And then even if you looked at, I mean, I think last year, I think he had a block in every playoff game. I think he's had blocks in the last, hmm. you know, a bunch of uh, bunch of games uh, over the last 10. So I All thought right. minus, one, minus 170, I might put a ton on that. All right. That's a fun one. All right. Listen, let's take a quick break. Then we're going to go over T-Wolves and Clippers. All right, we're back. Minnesota hosting a game, I think like second time in 18 years, something crazy. That can't be right, is it? Babyface, look that up. I, th this is a, it's been a long time since the T-Wolves have uh, hosted a playoff game. Something I read there. Two and a half point favorite, 230 and a half against the Clippers. I'm going Clips here. This is LA's team. Boy, could they shove it down the Lakers' throat here. They've covered five of the last seven. They've won six of the last seven. Three and one versus the Wolves. All three wins were by double digits. Minnesota, mm. one and six in the last seven against the Clippers. Paul George. Uh, let's not forget, this was a top five team before Paul George got hurt, right? Uh, he's back. He's averaged 24, seven and six, basically, plus two steals in five games mm. since he returned. They're four and one in that span. I like what Zubats is doing down low. Uh, 
Yeah, I just, you know, last 12, they're top three in offensive rating, 123.6, and they're number one in defensive rating. I get it. Carl Anthony Towns is going to be tough. Uh, the Fen, this, this T-Wolves, they're going to have the crowd behind them. I think there's a 118-112 win for the Clippers, and they don't have to worry about playing Friday. Brother Brian, you agree with me? Yeah, I really like the Clippers getting three here. I I, I like them winning outright. And, and a lot of this stuff, I'm repeating kind of what you said. But it, it is weird to think that George has only played in five games yeah. so far, right? It seems like he's played in a lot more. But yeah, they are six and one since he's returned four and one in the games he's played. And maybe Minnesota hasn't had much to play for, but they're two and eight against the spread in their last 10. They haven't looked good in general. And then, like you were saying before, the Clippers in the three games Paul played against them early in the season were three blowout wins by the Clippers yeah. um, when George played. So they're playing better right now. And, you know, if last year in the playoffs was any indication, even when Kawhi didn't play, you saw how well they played in the playoffs. So I mm-hmm. like them in a, in a one game here getting three points. All right, babyface, did I get that right? Or was I totally wrong with the, the 18 years? One one win, one, <laughs> one t- home game. Well, if it wasn't for 2018, yes. Then before that, it was 2004. So. Yeah, so one home yeah. game in, in, in uh, oh, well, the opening round. So two, they hosted yeah. two home games, or did they even last? They lost that opening round in 2018. Right. Before that, it was 2004. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. All right, Paulie Kid, you're against us. Do you like Minnesota? I do, Sal. I can't, I, I feel like, Besides my Knicks, uh, maybe it's because our race to 10 Tuesday. I feel like I've seen the Clippers play way too much yeah. this year. Uh, I And I feel like the Clippers always underwhelm me when you. I watch them yeah. play. Okay. Uh, I, I do think this T-Wolves team, they're young and they are super talented. Right. And I just think this is their time. I think this crowd is going to be in a frenzy for them tonight. Uh, and I just think between their big three of Towns, Russell, uh-huh. and Edwards, I think there's just too much young, fresh legs on this team to be denied tonight. I actually think they they, they might win. Uh, I, I'm thinking maybe double-digit uh, victory here for them. Yeah. Tonight, so. You know, I'm getting uh, more than two Minnesota fans have hit me up on Twitter about Scott Foster, Ed Malloy, and Tom Washington are the whistles for uh, on the whistles for tonight's game, and they're like, ah, just take the Clippers. It's over for us. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Interesting. That is interesting. A, a history with Carl Anthony Very Towns. I don't. I don't know what that is. Uh, Harry, I don't know if that affects the over under, but uh, which way are you going? Uh, I'm going to go over two thirty and a half. The Wolves can score in bunches, and they don't play great defense either. The last seven oh. games they played. In six of them, the game has landed 244 or more. Mm-hmm. And the Clippers have been, like you mentioned, Sal, been pretty hot down the stretch here in their last seven games. They're averaging 128 points a game. I'm going over 230 and a half. All right. Let's go to our props here. There's another one I changed. I like Patrick Beverly over three and uh, over one and a half threes. Not so fast. I did some research. <laughs> I'm going under two for 11 from three versus the Clippers in four games. So you'd think this is going to be a revenge thing. But he just sucks against his old team. Two or more, just in general, two or more threes only once yeah. in the last nine games. Then you look at uh, the clips in the league uh, guarding the three. They're seventh, 34.5%. They're first in the last five games. Uh, and Minnesota, you know, I just uh, I think this is good good spot for the Clippers. Really defensive efficiency. I gave you their numbers uh, down low there. So. Uh, there you go. I'm going with Patrick Beverly under one and a half threes. Harry, jump on it. You're going, uh, you're betting the three ball too. Yeah, I'm going to take Edwards over two and a half threes. 
for the Timberwolves at minus 158 in his last six real games. Last game of the season, he only played a couple minutes. So his last six real games, five of them, he's had three or more. Uh, He had six last Thursday when he had a career high 49 points against the Spurs. Edwards over two and a half, three. All right. Well, you stole on that. And again, more thievery. You stole from Martin Weiss. His, yeah. his Mariners pick. That was Parley Kid's extra points pick, which was up hours ago. Maybe even yeah. last night. Liked it. Like it a lot. There's a lot on the board. You don't have to steal so much. All right. I'm with, I'm with TPK tonight. Parley yep. Kid, you were able to find something. Uh, find something <laughs> yeah. else. Here. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take D'Angelo Russell over seven and a half assists. Tonight, uh-huh. uh, getting uh, that we're getting plus money with that. Um, let me see if I could uh, find that plus money. Whatever, uh, getting plus one sixteen. Nice for uh, over seven and a half assists. He's had twenty assists in his last two games. Uh, averages slightly over seven uh, per game for the season. And as Harry said, this game promises probably. I think it's going to be a high scoring affair, uh, which just will lead to him getting more assists. Yeah, uh, and he, he has become. He has taken the role more of a facilitator rather than scorer mm-hmm. uh, as of late or most of the season for the T-Wolves. And I think uh, that's what he does tonight. He gets his teammates involved, gets some easy baskets. Russell over seven and a half assists at plus 116. All right, brother Bry, what you got? Yeah, I'm going Reggie Jackson over 16 and a half Yankee points. Yankee homer. He, he, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> he, hasn't, you know, he hasn't done much in the last three games, but he had a big march. You know, he averaged over 19 points per game. You know, and last year in the in the playoffs, he performed really well. In the Utah series, he averaged 18 points per game. In the Phoenix series, he averaged over 20-plus points per game. And then I, even I was going back last year in those two series, and he had 17 or more uh, points in nine of his last 12 playoff games. So I think I'd expect... Um, a big, big game for him tonight. All right. Uh, Fandle also has these playing specials. A lot of fun. You can predict all four teams that are going to advance. You can predict two teams that are going to advance. Whatever you want to do. I am going Nets and Hawks to advance at plus 270. Go on Fandle, playing specials. Nets and Hawks to advance, plus 270. So this requires three wins, right? So the Nets either tonight or if they lose on Friday, and then the Hawks tomorrow and Friday. So three wins. We're trying to go through the math, brother Bry. Uh, I like Trey Young. I like Atlanta to advance. Uh, yeah. Obviously, I like them to win tomorrow. And then they'd have to beat Cleveland. So odds wise, we think they would be. What would we think that game would be? A pick them or Cleveland's favorite by one? It's in Cleveland, right? Well, yeah, it's in Cleveland. It, it, it probably depends on how they perform against the Nets, right? If, yeah, if the Nets, beat, if I, if the Nets beat them by twenty tonight, yeah. I think the I could see the Hawks being a you know like a two or three point favorite. If they keep it close tonight, then Cavs are probably and, and, a, a two point favorite. And Brian Allen's not way, ruled out point. for that next game either. So Allen's not ruled that, out for the next that, game that either. Is, so. That is true. That is true. I mean, I guess that's what you have to take into All right, consideration. Here's where I'm screwed. So. And you guys will get a good, yeah. everyone will get a good laugh out of this when the Nets lose to the Cavs tonight. And then I'm done. Then this bet is just toast because the Nets <laughs> and Hawks would not both be able to advance if that were the case. So, but I guess this is relying heavily yeah. on the Nets. Um, so forget that, <laughs> that one. Um, option I gave where they went on Friday, the Nets. So Nets and Hawks advance. Yeah. I still like it plus 270. If you ran the odds on it, it's probably about plus 250, 245 sure. if you just took them uh, separately. But uh, so I'm getting plus 270. It was 280. Yeah. Uh, Brother Bry, tell us what you like here. 
Well, I was hoping you could mix and match, right, to make the playoff. I mean, you, you can know, do a lot of, of them, but they don't have all of them. But uh, yeah, yeah, they don't have necessarily. You know, you have to stay with either the east or the west, which makes sense because obviously yeah. you could either you could parlay some of the winners. But right. I was thinking, you know, again, I'm not. I don't know for some reason, and maybe this is dumb of me. I'm just not. I'm not necessarily in love with the Timberwolves right now. So I was looking mm. at. I think the Clippers will win tonight, and then um, I was trying to think you know, a little bit of value maybe. And I was looking at the Clippers and Pelicans at eight to one. Mm. Um, I do think it's funny because the Spurs technically usually play pretty well against the Pelicans, but I don't think the Spurs have a chance of really beating the Timberwolves. They got beat up um, all mm-hmm. year against the Timberwolves, but the Pelicans played really, you know, was, I think they split the series two, two. So I thought those were two evenly kind of matched teams while the Timberwolves will still be like, I don't know, uh, maybe like a five point, Favorite in that game, I thought uh, Clippers and Pelicans at eight to one. I kind of like. Right. Okay. So yeah, we're gonna go over the Hawks game and the Pelicans Spurs game uh, tomorrow. But okay, so you have to have for this to win. It's eight to one. That's a pretty nice payout. The Pelicans have to beat the Timberwolves Friday, correct? Yeah. Yes. Yep. The, so the clip yep. you need that, the Clippers. That would have to. Yeah. That's what that's it would, would have to. All be. right. I like yep. that eight to one. Harry and uh, Parlay Kid, you have the same bet here. Parlay Kid, Nets, Hawks. Timberwolves yeah. and Clippers. Yeah, I'm surprised you just didn't jump on that one, Sal. Yeah. I think, as you mentioned uh, yesterday, uh, for the most part, I think I, I, I think I have to really, I, sh- I probably shouldn't say this, but I think this, the uh, upper, most of this has rung true, right? The last couple of years with, uh, with this new format that the expected teams to win have won seven and eight um, advance. Yeah. Okay, so. Uh, yeah, and so the Nets are a given, right? And I really, I, for me, the Clippers and the T Wolves uh, are a given. Uh, the Hawks, maybe we're rolling a little bit of the dice there, but I think the Hawks now that they finally have kind of their team together here. Mm-hmm. A Hunter is such an X factor for this team. They're fourteen and seven in their last twenty-one games. Kind of the team I thought they would be this year. I thought they'd be close to a fifty-win team this year. The Hawks. Right. Uh, and they have had that uh, major playoff experience that they had uh, last year. Bodes well. Young has had an unbelievable year, uh, as you said, the first guy in many years to lead the point uh, league in points and assists in the same year. Quite incredible. Uh, and they do have a good, well-rounded team. So I do think the Hawks really are the second best team out of these four uh, left here in mm-hmm. in the East. So uh, at plus four seventy for Nets Hawks. Uh, Clippers, T Wolves. Yeah, I, I'm loving this. Yeah, uh, it looks, money has already been put on it. I like the only thing I don't like about it is you have to you have to nail both games Friday, right? Like I only want to root uh, for, I only want to root for one yep. game Friday, but yep. yeah, yeah, it's true. This is true. But yeah, I guess that's how it works out. Harry, you got the same four, right? Plus four. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Big D here. Like uh, Nets is we're banking on the Nets here, mm-hmm. and also okay. the Hawks with Trey Young. Um, people probably don't recall, but. Hawks made it to the Eastern Conference Finals last year, and yeah, Harley Kid's right. I expected a little more out of the Hawks this year, but I'm going to bank on Trey Young. I'm going to the Timberwolves. Uh, just overall, just re- re-signed uh, their head coach Chris Finch to a multi-year extension. Yeah. Towns Ed- Edwards and uh, D'Angelo Russell mm-hmm. averaging from, between 18 and 24 points. Patrick Beverly for defense. I think the Wolves, if they don't get it done here uh, right. tonight, they are five and two for the in season against San Antonio and New Orleans combined. And you mentioned Sal Clippers three and one against the Wolves, so. Uh, basically, if if they don't get it done tonight, I still think they can get it done with PG thirteen back in the lineup. And and like Brian uh, said, Reggie Jackson, 
Expect big things out of him until he's that mentioned yep. Zubak. Ten and nine, he's average. So I think they're just overall the Clippers yeah. better than New Orleans or San Antonio as well. Yeah, you mentioned the coaching thing. By the way, uh, Frank Vogel gone, which we all probably knew what was going to happen. Nick Nurse is being thrown around as maybe the Lakers uh, succeed. Mm. I, I don't know. Paulie Kidd, who, who jumps in there? Who do you like? Is that McKinney mm. guy still alive? I know he took a bad <laughs> spill on the bike. Could he coach the Lakers? <laughs> I said, see, when my right south, this guy McKinney uh, kind of had uh, was be ahead of his time yet. Yeah. Until this show, I'm like, and I know most coaches. I'm I'm like, right. I, you know, I know names, and I'm like McKinney. Mm -hmm. How have I never really heard of this guy? Um, and then I figured, man, he must have died right after this bike accident. Yeah. I, I, I look at, I look up, and he he lived till he was uh, 2018. Like it's uh, unbelievable. Yeah. All right. So um, maybe he can't coach him. Yeah. So he probably can't. Um, coach K. Yeah. I don't uh, know. Who gets in there? I mean, man, I tell you, if the Lakers could, if they could get, uh, well, you know what? What about, uh, is Jeff Van, Jeff Van Gundy, what would it take to get him yeah. back into the coaching game? That'd be fun. Uh, man, oh man. Uh, Van Gundy um, with his, uh, Mark Jackson as his assistant yeah. out there in LA. Get him off the, get him out of the booth. Yeah, uh, let's get him in back into the coaching. Let's go, Babyface. What are you hearing here? This can't be right, is it? Yeah, some uh, there's some buzz. Jawan Howard might be a candidate, wow. but uh, yeah, I honestly, who would want this job after they just steamrolled Vogel? Well, like, it's LeBron's job, right? Like LeBron can make his son. I don't know, Maverick Carter. Who, who knows? Just give David it to Jack Black. Nicholson for one year. Who cares? No, a, bring back David Blatt. That would be amazing. Where that'd is be David fun Blatt? too. That'd be fun too. <laughs> That's true. Right, right. There's no sure things with the Lakers. You know what? There's no sure thing in the play-in tournament except for one. Bet at least twenty dollars in same game parlays on FanDuel Sportsbook, and you'll get an instant bonus, win or lose. That's right. Not only do you get to enjoy the NBA's best duking it out for the right to advance to the playoffs, but FanDuel's giving all customers a bonus for getting in on the action. The more you bet, the bigger. Your bonus. Yeah, do it. Fandle, an official partner of the NBA. Their app is safe, easy to use. You'll get your winnings fast. And if you're new to Fandle Sportsbook, sign up today with promo code against the odds to make every moment more. Don't just watch the NBA playing tournament. Be a part of it. Bet at least $20 in same game parlays and get an instant bonus, win or lose. Same game parlay. Let's do it, guys. Let's just take one from each, right? You go uh, Clippers plus the points. Let's take uh, Bryce Reggie Jackson over 16 and a half. Yep. And we'll take, uh, sorry, Paul, kid. we'll take Harry's Russell, over two, oh, 230 okay. and a half. What do you want? Did you, <laughs> well, we could do yours. We'll take the uh, Russell over seven and a half assists. Oh, we Can could do that, that too. That's right. We'll do all four. Russell over seven and a half assists. You probably get a seven to one right in there. Payout. There you go. Do it. FanDuel.com. Slash against all odds. All right, let's bring in our guest. Oh, this is thrilling for me. He's the co-host of Covered in Glory podcast. And in just a moment, he may find out he'll be covered in something much worse since he was the loser of our Extra Point Staff NCAA Tournament Contest. He'll be facing the cap of consequences. Brett Cormanos is here. What's happening, Brett? <laughs> Uh, just, you know, filled with anxiety, man. Just seeing, <laughs> seeing what's going to come out of the hat. <laughs> now, Brad, let me just backtrack here. Now, here's what happened. You do a great job on Covered in Glory with Toby Mergler, the co-founder of the Extra Points Podcast Network. That's a soccer podcast. And um, Toby said to me, hey, Brett is really good with uh, basketball analytics. You should have him in your NCAA tournament 
preview podcast. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. And Mikey Meatball stepped up. He's like, yeah, he is actually good. He knows his shit with basketball. I'm like, all right, great. So we have you on. You came on. You, your <laughs> analysis was great. Good. As good as anything we've done. You bragged about how you worked with Bam Adebayo. I don't know where you worked. Uh, uh, did you work at a Fuddruckers? Were you, I mean, it was kind of. <laughs> yeah, I, I, served him a bur- I served him a burger one time. I got you. Right, it was kind of vague how you worked with him. Yeah. Uh, you went in there. You gave picks like the rest of us did. Last place, dead last place. What happened, bro? Well, well, the problem is, is I thought I submitted the bracket with St. Pete getting to the Elite Eight, oh. but I, I I sent the wrong one. I just saved him. So that was my problem right okay. there. So, yeah. and by the way, it did come down to a tiebreaker. You and Harry, um, without knowing who was in the finals, obviously, pre-tournament, you're guessing over-under. Yep. I think Brett, you guessed 152 and Harry guessed 131 or something. 137 was the over under. You had a hit. You needed the lower side. He needed the higher side. And I think it hit 141. So Harry, if Brett is never born, it's you picking from this cap and not him. Well, Brett, thank you. I, I definitely owe you a thank you, Brett, because that was uh I can only imagine what Sal would have in store for me. So we'll see what he has for you. <laughs> Thanks, I, I, I'm, I'm glad I could take one for the team. Like, like I said, you know, you're getting married. Mm. I didn't want Sal to ruin that. Yeah. I didn't yeah. want like him to make it. Brett, like, Brett. And, yeah. He didn't. He wouldn't care. He wouldn't care. I'm just. Well, that's why. But that's why he doesn't care. So I wanted to take that hit for you. Well, man. I don't. I don't know if you, you should buddy. be saying no. you're glad you're taking one from the team. You haven't even seen the consequences yet. So maybe I, well, I, I'm already braced for it to be horrible. All right. So, so let's I'm, let's okay. do this. I have a right now. The cap is actually a Cowboys Hall of Fame uh, cap. Which is kind of a an oxymoron, but all right. Here, here are your options. Here, okay. We have a few. Is um, one of them I have to say nice things about Jerry Jones? I'll do that. <laughs> no, it's not that bad. Um, right. Eat your bracket. Okay, that's easy enough. We're going to print out your bracket, and you have to eat it. All right. That I think you could do over an hour. That wouldn't oh, be too bad, right? All right. <laughs> yeah. I've, I haven't had paper for a while. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> use Fra- use Frank's hot sauce. Does anybody know what, like, what kind of wine goes well with bra- bracket paper? I'm not sure. <laughs> you could, you know, you could test it out during the week if that's what we pick. Um, but Harry eats six brackets a day. You don't I, have to worry. I, was I, would, say, I would say, yeah. Brett, Brett, Frank's hot sauce will work with it. Just a little, Frank's a little thousand. Yeah. yeah. All right. Just a little <laughs> Frank's hot sauce out of that. <laughs> All right, yeah. And if anybody, you know, in your mention cell has good wine pairings with a bracket, just let okay. me know. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we have a lot of wine aficionados <laughs> that, out that there. That actually yeah. is a lot. I mean, I actually I'm not I'm not looking forward to eating a piece of paper. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm I'm a growing man. I'm not three yeah. and eating things that I find can't put in my mouth anymore. But I uh I have to say that that's actually not as bad as I thought. Okay. I told Toby on Covered in Glory that I had made so many jokes about saying him Milwaukee's best. And I was like, Toby's gonna tell Sal. Like there's going to be like a cut of where you're showing like a whole six pack of Milwaukee's best just sitting well, in the on. California sun. <laughs> now, by the way, that, that's not what you picked. These are the options. So uh, Milwaukee's uh, best could still be. I got to go through. I mean, there's seven or eight options I want to go through here. Uh, that, so that's in the hat right now. Brett's okay. net regret. Brett's net regret. Brett has to wear a basketball net draped over his head for the entirety of the show. That net is drenched in cod liver oil. All right, that wouldn't be great. Oh, right? no, no, please don't pick that one. You don't like that? Okay. Oh, all right. You maybe shouldn't react to these because it, it could could factor into how I oh, so, well, yeah, like, so You're just going to like be able to put someone who can feel what's on the paper now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, face paint the music. Brett will have to paint his face for the podcast like a soccer fanatic, but in the theme of the Extra Points podcast. Oh, that's not bad. 
you should probably uh, root for something that you get. Okay. You can do a little right. face paint there. Right. All right. That's going in the hat. Okay. So, all right. Also oh, now we try to gear some of these uh, towards soccer. This is, this is really your specialty. Red carbs okay. uh, in honor of soccer. Brett will have his hands duct taped together while consuming a plate of meatballs with marinara sauce. <laughs> That'd be interesting. That, I'll do that. Interesting. Yeah, Harry, that's that's like <laughs> oh Wednesday God. night for you. What is that? <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. It's not a big deal. All right. Oh, you know, see this one you might not like. Yellow card, blind taste test. One Milwaukee best or one can oh. of urine. You have to do a blind taste oh. test. That's a, you probably oh. don't want to do that, right? Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> and that one, can that one accidentally fall on the floor right now? <laughs> yeah, Wait, who, who, whose urine is it? Uh, you know what? I'll let Brett pick that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm going to pick my own. I'm not going to just go. You're going to take your people. own. I feel like I feel like I'm crossing some sort of line if I just ask random people for their urine. Yeah, so. we'll see what works. You know, <laughs> yeah. nothing's off I'll limits. Feel, I'll feel mine's got mine's got a high pro- dose of a protein in it. So. Come on, Eric. Oh, yeah. we'll gross everyone my, out. Come on, we're trying to keep it classy. Uh, all right. Oh, <laughs> this is doc, a fun last one. doctor update. Brett Chastain. Brett has to do the show in a jogger bra, much like Brandy Chastain. Remember that? What year was that, Brett? <laughs> oh, That's my gosh. So this is oh, Brandy Chastain. God. Okay. <laughs> and the last one. Oh, so you, you're an Everton That'd fan. Rough. You're an Everton fan, right? Yeah. The Everton, their nickname is the Toffees. Uh, the consequence is Brett has to consume a bag full of Werther's Toffee hard candies. Oh, that could God, be fun over the course of an uh, that'll hour. That'll be me vomiting on a show. But. All right. Well, yeah, there's a few of these that you'd be vomiting. All right. So what are you what are you rooting for? What are you not rooting for here? Man, I mean, the bracket one didn't seem that bad. Right. Especially <laughs> the, hot, the hot sauce option. I don't want the cod liver oil. I don't want to drink my own urine. You don't want to drink your own urine. No. Oh, God. Interesting. What a weird dude. Um, okay. I know. I'm I'm a, I'm a little out there with that kind of thing, but yeah, yeah I just I never really fall in line with drinking my own urine. Okay. Um God, I mean the brainy the the Chastain wearing a jogger, I mean that's just that's just gonna ruin everybody who sees the cutout. I mean, that's right. That actually doesn't really affect me. It's just like people are gonna see the cutout video of me doing that and then they'll be emotionally scarred. Yeah, yeah, so I feel yeah. like well, I'm we'll actually see. inflicting damage on the other people <laughs> with that one. All right. Um, well, it's time to pick. Um, I think right. there's some nice options in here. Uh, Mikey Meatballs, let's uh, add a drum roll, please. Brett Corminos. We'll be wearing a jogger bra, much like Brandy uh, Chastain. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Right. Not bad. Not bad. I was somewhere in the middle. Not I bad think, Brett, at all. Right? All, right. all right. Well, like I said, that's the one where I'm actually inflicting damage on anybody who watches the yeah, cutout. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. There you well, go, I can, Brett. I can, I can handle that. I mean, do I have to go like buy the jogger? Yeah, I think you have to like, buy it. I think I, I, uh, I think Harry wears one anyway. On a normal base. <laughs> yeah, Harry, can you one. send them yours? The bro. I have, I have a couple bros. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, they, it's definitely <laughs> so not. So where Harry. do I go buy a jogger? Oh, bro? stop pretending like you don't know. No. <laughs> uh, we'll get you on there. We'll get spaghetti and meatballs. We'll direct you. Uh, I mean, you did you check your closet? You really don't have one, huh? I really, I really okay. don't have one. It's weird. I, I know. Right. It's like one of the wardrobe pieces that I've been missing. All right. And so now, now that's actually an excuse to add to my collection. So great. Go. Boy, we have a lot of topless men on this pod, podcast network. <laughs> Harry does his videos from a, a topless and a hot tub. Brett will be wearing a, bra, a jogger bra on Covered in Glory. 
this Friday. Brett, thanks for coming on. That's another thanks, episode Brett. of thanks, Against Brett. All Odds. Uh, <laughs> thanks, for Brett, for the Degenerate Trifecta, thanks, Spaghetti and Meatballs, Babyface Joel Solomon, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, na, na.